This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again, and I just want to say thanks for tuning in, for coming back. Gemini's is, is back, back on, and we talk all about the Lost One initiative. And we're going to check all he has to say about that out in just a few minutes. But I got to get get through all this stuff. Um, I have my voice has been taking a real, real beating late, lately. I don't know if it's the allergies again, but. It is what it is, and the show must must go on. I I love what Gems Gems doing here, and hope hope you guys actually check check it all out. And I just want to say, if you're ever in London, go check out my friends at Doing Fine Kitchens. If you need any personal artwork done, go check out BatsInTheBelfry.com. And don't forget to check out all my friends on the OIWPodcastNetwork.com. And the Genres Network. Download that app and you will get tons and tons of stuff. What's very cool now is we have a writer for the OIW Podcast Net Network. And we're going to be posting articles on, on the site and also on our social media pages. So go follow all those and check them out. I will talk to you guys on the back half. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. And I have a previous guest on a very cool dude a guy whose passion is always on point i have the lost one gemina's back on the show and i'll be honest with you guys i've been trying to get get this guy on on the show for about the past six months but just as i've said before my schedule has been all sorts of crazy and all sorts of up in the air you guys who've who've been uh, listening and if this is actually your first time listening thanks for checking us out uh, my name's Justin Gilmatt, but everybody calls me a Gilmy just because it one day it started and kind of stuck. But welcome to the show, and I just got to say, Jem, how the fuck are you, bud? It's been uh, way too long. <laughs> way too long, man. Way too long. I've been fine. Um, I've been seeing you've been putting out stuff too. Super proud of what you've been doing with the team. Uh, man, we've we've all we've all come such a long way in the last two years oh yeah uh, from the position we were fucking stuck in yeah where know? we fucking started and everyone's like oh covid this covid that everyone seemed to put life on pause except for the people who actually want to put in the fucking work they just hey pivot okay we can't do this but i i can do this we can do this yeah there's always there's always an option there's always another way and yeah. uh yeah we've we've sort of made it out of the <laughs> The, the bowel of uh, the devil's stomach, you know, from yep. the bottom of his, his bowels to to where we are now. We've made it right from the bottom out. And, oh, yeah, uh, because you're doing some very, very cool things since the last the last time we talked. Uh, we did chat a little bit before recording. And uh, oh, yeah. first first thing you you actually retired from professional wrestling and yes. to 
and it's not not because of injuries, not because of this guy's. He just wants to actually focus on his new his his new project, which I think is absolutely amazing. And this is why I've been trying to get him on 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 for six months. And once again, thank you so much for your patience because <laughs> I am the absolute worst with the scheduling. <laughs> Me. <laughs> you- we're going on in one hour. And meanwhile, I'm still waking up, rubbing my eyes. Was that my alarm clock? No, it was Gilmy messaging me saying that we're going on in an hour. <laughs> oh. Yep. It's oh, like, yeah. okay, coffee. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. That's it. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. When you, when you said projects, it's, it's, it's projects too. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, my project with, with Elo Society and, and, and running that. And before, uh, before we get into LO society, I just want to say congratulations on the acting gig, man. I mean, I know you've been really, really pushing with that. And I've been waiting, waiting to say that. (laughs) I I feel like, I feel like you like telekinesisly just read my mind there. I (laughs) I was about to give the shout out to my agent, Jeffrey Morton for, for, you know, also doing his projects as well. So part of the reason, oh man, the acting is, is, it's been flourishing, man. It, it's, it's got me glowing like, like a little schoolgirl thinking about it, man. I, I'm, I'm going to be on set next Tuesday for a, for a feature film called Cheater. I'm playing a cartel, uh, cartel Sergeant Carlos Ramirez. Uh, it's going to be an intense scene, hostage situation scene. And uh, I am just, I'm pumped about my acting. I am so pumped about it. I'm pumped about Hello, society. Yep. About oh, and I do. The world. And I'm pumped about being here with you. And I got to do tell you one thing. I also mm. got an, a little acting gig coming up. It's only two lines, but my first gig because I've been doing the Holden Albright promo promo contest through his Patreon, and yeah. I've been sending him to a director friend of mine for just critiques or this, and he's okay. like, "Hey, this character you're playing, um." You want to be the big bad in my well, my movie? You literally have two lines, and it's at the very end because you're a large, large. You you can be a menacing figure, and I'm like, what me? Okay, I guess. Um, <laughs> you got casted, bud. Right yep. On. Without an agent. No, oh, it just uh, without an agent too. Without an agent, a buddy of mine wow. just because you you've you've known me a while now you know i'm just uh well a nice guy and i make friends with where with everybody wherever i go and so a director friend of mine is putting me into a movie it'll be like one sunday sunday after afternoon worth of your work it'll and, be the most surreal thing you ever experienced kill me is when oh, you yeah. see yourself on a tv screen for the first time it's like <laughs> Oh man, it's like you're looking at yourself on TV. You're just wondering, like, what the hell? Like, how, how, how the hell, how did this fucking thing happen? How am I on here? You know, like I used to watch Simpsons from this thing, and now here I am on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I... It's just like, and then, oh man, yeah, it just, uh, I, 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 I wanted to drop that on 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 the actual show because that promo contest. Yeah. 
that a lot yeah. of people aren't going to see coming. So uh, we're, we're going to get to that also. Okay. And let's talk about the LO Society a little bit. We have went over how it was founded, how your idea came came into, into being in the previous episodes. And if you like this one, guys, go check the archives because Jimenez is a fantastic talker, a great, great, great interview, and just a fun dude all day, all day, all day around. Go check those, check those out. I can do it all, man. I yeah. Can do it all. Oh, well, exactly. And but the the website, let's start talking right there because it's a very professional looking site. It's very, very well done. And your game plan is very, very cool to help 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 the less fortunate out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so you know, the whole premise of our of our clothing brand is, um, if you if you look like a gem, you feel like a gem. If you feel like a gem, you are one. Um, you know, we're, we're we're trying to create a product that's that's affordable for people, but also gives that premium quality kind of vibe to it, right? We want whoever wears our clothes to look like they spent a lot of money for the clothes without having to spend all that money for the clothes. Because I honestly do believe that anyone who dresses nice doesn't matter your social status or your where you are on the on the hierarchy of life. Um, you're you're gonna be a high class person if you look like if you look like a high class person and you believe that you are a high class person as far as like uh, how you look, how you present yourself in front of people and how people perceive you. Um, then there's, there's no, there's no identification of, of, you know, you being homeless or, or, or you being, uh, you know, at a disadvantaged life, right? It's, it's essentially comes down to the premise of, okay, let's, let's sort of make everyone equal to each other, right? Like, I don't know. I experienced growing up a lot. I didn't have a lot of money. I have a lot of clothes. So when I would go to clubs with my friends, I would be the guy wearing the Walmart pants and then, you know, the shirt that didn't match. And I remember just seeing other people around me that, that were dressed in Versace and Gucci and all these nice clothes. And, and it was just a certain aura about those people that, that was kind of like, man, I wish, I wish I, I could have that aura. I wish I could, you know, like you just had that vibe, like those people are, are somebody's are, are yeah. important people just by how they dress and how they look. Just like uh, myself, I'm normally 95%. I'm a jeans and jeans and t-shirt guy. Yeah. But yeah, just, you know, when I put the suit on, I got the confidence. Become the gem. Yeah. Become a gem. Yeah. Right. So we actually did, me and my team, we did some research into like scientifical findings of this. And there is actual scientifical proof from, from like research studies of people that have literally their, 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 uh, I believe it's the hippocampus part of their brain is actually elevated. Their serotonin levels are elevated when they're dressed nice and in nice clothes around people that are the same. When they did the research with them in, you know, normal clothes around people with nicer clothes, then there was, they, they found that there was more insecurity in these trials with the people, you know, there, there was more insecurity, they were feeling low on themselves. 
but when they were dressed to par with the other people, then they, they were feeling better about themselves. And it was, it was synchronized, you know, like, like everyone felt synchronously, synchronously together in that sense. So that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to create a clothing line that people can wear and look good wearing it. And um, it, it, it derived right from the shelter system because I've, I've lived in it as I explained in the last episode, if you guys check out the archives, um, I, you know, when I was living in the shelters, I had to look for a job. I had to, uh, you know, I had to go to interviews for rental places that I, that I wanted to rent out. And if I wasn't dressed apart, I was basically shown the door the second I made the introduction. Right. Yeah. And it was always bothersome to me. So the one directive we want to do is donate. Of course, no worries man one thing we want to donate is is our clothing we create the clothing and donate it to these shelters and allow these shelters to give it to the youth that are residing with them um and with that we call it our lost initiative so every item sold i match that item and i donate it to a shelter uh we're giving 10 percent of all net sales monthly net sales so the total 10% of that total is going towards the shelters, uh, Covenant House, Eva's Phoenix, our Place Peel, and Horizons are the four ones that we got now. And eventually what we want to do is create an ecosystem with the shelter community to where we can afford to pay uh, professionals to go to these shelters and hold seminars uh, financial education seminars, uh, entrepreneurship seminars, um, music seminars, acting seminars, college seminars, because you know what, we can't take these kids in, and send them to all these different places because they're, they're basically restricted to bus schedules and curfews. So my, my idea is to bring this education to them and to embed it into their lackluster curriculum that they have now because it is a lackluster curriculum they have now and it is a broken down system so what i've spoken with 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 covenant house owner uh, one of the one of the the head coordinators mike we had a long conversation about it and the one thing i got from that conversation was there's a large majority of youth in the shelter system who have Ridiculous amounts of talent. Ridiculous amounts. Some of the best singers, some of the yeah. best hip hop artists, some of the best performing artists, some of the best painting artists, all reside in homeless shelters. And it's it's sad because these are are gems to the world. These are are youth that that have something to contribute to society, but they're being restricted because unfortunately they're victims of their circumstances in life. So a big part of LO society is to basically inhabit this lost initiative to where we can use this platform to reach out to these youth, to these talents and, and get them the exposure that they deserve. 
because oh, yeah. everyone deserves a chance. Everyone deserves a chance, you know. Um, and it and, shouldn't be excluded from from people that that have had no choice in their life situations. Yeah, and also the whole mental health, mental health aspect, because cre- very creative people tend to have more mental health issues. Just, yeah. and I don't know if that's a scientific thing. That's just from my personal experience working with creative creative people because knowing all the creative people that i do not one of them thinks they're good enough like not one they always think they can do better and i'm talking about some of the most amazing artists that i've met whether they're any kind of artist they never think they're good enough i've met yeah they are always going for that better aspect right oh yeah but yeah so so that's that's sort of where where we want to go directive wise i mean there's there's a huge five-year plan behind the lost initiative program like uh the five-year plan is going to include having yearly talent shows or awesome one to two talent shows or let's call them talent showcases a year where it's strictly homeless youth that all come together and they just showcase their talent and the website money with the funds that I'm able to generate through the Lost Initiative, through Gem Brand Clothing, Chaos King, Queen Brand Clothing, et cetera, all the different brands we have, um, we'll be able to allocate funds to um, producing these showcases and also producing um, the presence of A&R reps. So oh, yeah. we, can get, we can get someone from uh, you know, Universal Scouts to come check out these talented artists. These kids can go from like being homeless one day to being signed to a record deal in a month or two months. That's the kind of opportunity that lost society, yeah, well, society is going to provide. And uh, it's, it's the kind of opportunity that, that I think these kids deserve. Yeah. Right. Because, so, and every single one of those kids that you've met, it's not their fault. It just they get yeah it's out of their out of their control it's something that that happened and now they just they need the help they need the outlet they yeah. need, need uh, the purpose they need they need the purpose you know they yeah. need to feel like okay listen this is what i want my future to be this is what i need to work towards this is what i have in me this is my passion because if, if they don't have that to fuel them to wake up every day, then what the hell do they have? Like what's well, exactly. Make them want to wake up every morning, you know? Yeah. So, so that's, and, and, you know, that, that comes from, from my experience when I was in that age, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more, you know, obviously from an internal perspective, Yeah. right. Uh, man, we didn't have none of the stuff we had now when I was in a shelter, like zoom and, and video mm-hmm. calls. I don't even think we had Instagram. And yeah. So there was there was nothing. There was no hope for me, man. I just I was just some lonely actor rapper guy who had the talent to to rap and I wished I could be a wrestler, but I was 140 pounds soaking wet and had not even the first idea where to go to train. Yeah. You know, and I'm in the shelter. So and also I'm... now you're so wide you're taking up the entire screen. <laughs> <laughs> Such is life, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. It just put, hey, as I always say, put in the work, the good things happen. And good things happen. 
then so, so we're doing that with our yeah. society and uh, we got some pretty cool lines too so uh we got we got our and also um if they do want to check out the lines where 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 can they go yep just uh losociety.ca type Perfect. it in check it out i got all the products under the summer collection is under new releases so some some of the summer collections are pretty cool uh, i made it a point to have matching items for everything i sell i i like i like the whole idea of having an outfit set you know oh yeah why why buy from three different places to make an outfit just buy from one place get the shirt the shorts the sandals the hat boom that's your entire outfit for the day yeah so so we take a lot of pride in, in having matchable items oh yeah we like, want you to customize your outfit set and outfit. myself i'm always a watch guy right i've always been whether it's a pocket watch wrist watch yeah. anything and like and not an apple watch not a samsung not a fitbit none none of that stuff just a plain old watch well, and you like you want to know how, how, how much money I spent on my favorite watch? How much? 12 bucks. Really? I found it, found it in an antique shop. It's uh, a 1932 piece. And I, it just needed a, well, a little bit work and brought it in. I'm like, hey, is this thing salvageable? Because it was gold. And I'm thinking, well, 12 bucks for gold. I can just pawn it, make, make a little bit of a profit. Guys like... Oh no! All all you need is a, a new spring right here. You put a new spring in it, keeps perfect time. Wow! Oh That's yeah, cool. I think yeah, I think watches are pretty important. To be honest with you, uh, and I don't think you need to spend as much money for a good watch as people people think. Oh no! It's funny because, you mentioned that too. Yeah, I just uh, just sealed the deal. I believe it was two days ago with a supplier that's going to actually supply uh fashionable watches or sorry luxury watches luxury outfits both men and, and female and we're going to add it to elo society and we're going to call it the luxury international collection so this is actually breaking news too on the site i don't think i've announced this yet you but have you're going to be able to shop internationally on ellosociety.ca get get luxury items uh yes it will be shipped from china or abu dhabi but we've taken that into consideration and we've added an additional $15 to our price tag for the item. So you can get it express shipping. So when you buy an item with that price, you're also paying for the express shipping. So even though it's coming from China or Abu Dhabi or wherever, you're going to get it in five to six days regardless. Very, very cool. I don't like that three week, 60 day bullshit, you know, the mm -hmm. options there for express shipping, I'm just going to put it in the price tag because I know people would rather the express shipping instead of having to wait. Right? Oh, yeah. You pay the extra dollars. You get a nice luxury item. You'll get it to your, your house. Oh, yeah. Or wherever you're ordering it to faster than anywhere else. And now that we pretty much covered everything going on with the LO Society and the amazing Not work. Not everything. Just Not everything. <laughs> this is why I'm going to get you back on. But one thing I do really want to want to talk about is your acting journey, because I know when we first started, you're like, I'm I think I'm going to try, try the try this acting thing. And now you landed a, a feature feature role. You've done a few other things. Mm -hmm. And 
one thing you can do from those little videos that you've been, been putting out, people don't understand how funny you can actually are. <laughs> really? Yeah. Funny how? Exactly. Funny how? Exactly. Oh there God. you go. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Pesci. Oh, God. Oh, man. I wish that guy still acted. But uh he he did retire from acting and one of those actors who actually retired from acting yeah. it's, but um, it's like a pro wrestling thing though you know you're only retired until the next big role and oh yeah like uh, like uh sir sir anthony hopkins has retired how many times now and then he keeps getting getting oscar noms <laughs> right <laughs> i i think it's safe to say that that a true actor or a great actor never retires just like a great wrestler never retires i mean because it's it's like um it's very it has that same wrestling thing the more you do it the better you get exactly exactly Uh, you know like anything in life right it's it's all about repetition of doing something incorrectly or doing, you know, until you yeah. actually do it correctly, you got to do it incorrectly. And then once you're doing it correctly, then it's a repetition of doing it correctly to where eventually you you do it to where you master. Yeah. And then when you start doing it in a masterly, mastery level, you got to keep doing it on a master level. And then you become great. Like it's, it's never just a sense of, okay, I did this good. So now I'm good. No, you got to keep doing it good. Okay, oh, yeah. now you did it great. Well, now I got to keep doing it great. Now you you know like it's 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 just this level you gotta you gotta hit and then you gotta keep maintaining that level in order to excel with oh. acting. I went to school for acting um because I tore my ACL at Rips Gym doing a sh- jumping shoulder block for some reason. Um, blew out my knee. There was to be no wrestling for me, uh, which was heartbreaking at first because I was building everything up yeah. from 2014 to 2017's match with Steve Brown. It was, it was a long journey for me and, and I was ready to go and everyone was happy with the work I was putting in. And, and then I blew up the knee, uh, lost my tag team partner because of it, because he was like, screw that. I'm not going to freaking wrestle anymore. This can happen to me. And then, you know, which is fair. People that have lives to live outside of wrestling, right. Technically don't like the gamble that's included with, being an in-ring performer. So I had no other choice. I um, I was already looking into Seneca for music. I was gonna do music or acting, whatever I got accepted into. Uh, I went there with my crutches for my acting audition. I did the Joker monologue and I did a Tony Montana monologue. Teacher right off the bat said, you're in. I was like, oh shit. Oh, cool. Maybe I can do this acting thing. Right, maybe. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I had my surgery December 2017, and my first day of class was July July 19th, 2018. Yep. When and when I when I started college, yeah. yeah. So I I was three weeks post post op. My little crutches and that whole year story of my life that whole year, but yeah, I, I did it. I crushed it. It was hard. I was with a lot of people younger than me, couldn't relate, didn't go to any college parties. I really felt very, very weird hanging out with my classmates after class. 
So it had to be a process of self-development for myself. I had to internalize a lot of things to myself. Um, of course, there was a lot of group stuff is sharing, but as far as what I was going through, you know, I really had to, I, I really had to make it work for myself. And um, it, it went by in a flash. It, it honestly went by in a flash. We did, like I did mask, I did improv class, I did script writing class, acting on film, acting in theater. Jeez, uh, the, the curriculum was just so in depth, right? So by the end of it, in 2019, when I graduated, it was, uh, it was a sense of like, okay, maybe, uh, maybe I, I can do this, right? Like I'm ready to do this. And I didn't get it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get nothing for the whole year. Didn't have an agent. COVID hit. Now I'm trying to find an agent during COVID and acting roles during COVID. I was taking pictures in my bedroom. I bought a camera set and lights from Amazon. Shout out to Serb. Um, <laughs> and, and still though, I, I wasn't making any hits. And that's sort of why I was like, okay, I'm gonna go in the directive of, of pro wrestling. I was healthy enough to come back to the ring. So then I, I started, Davin came back, ran CWO, which no one ever thought would be possible again. And me being part of the original, originals of, of that promotion, uh, I know a lot of people like to bash on it and say bad things about it. But for me, from a sense of pride, I was part of the original five guys that helped run CWO or, or helped, you know, put, put the show on the map. So... I was obligated to be a part of what they were a part of and uh, what they were doing. And, and then it just turned into a whole saga of its own. Right. And then ended yeah. off being hard bodies match, which was brilliant. I, I, I still put that as one of my favorite matches at the end of it. John greed walked right up to me. I'll never forget this moment. Just walked up to me, whispered in my ear and be like, that he's like, uh, this isn't going to be your last. <laughs> and i looked at him I'm like what do you mean he's like no not not here not not here no he's like your last match you want to have a fucking last match worth having you have it with me and and i mean when someone like john greed comes up to you and says that it's 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 not to be taken lightly. It, it's to be taken with a great deal of pride and, and you know, appreciation. Um, John Greed, no one knows this, but John Greed was one of the first mentors outside of my wrestling gym that I had. Me and John Greed went to Ottawa one show for like a battle royal with me, John Greed, and a, my buddy Martin. And he was the vet. He was the vet in the car you know, giving us the lessons, smartening us up on the business. We all, we all slept on some floor in Ottawa that night. <laughs> Greed, we gave Greed the couch because Greed's the vet. Greed, yep. you know? And um, it was just a whole amazing experience that we had. And I, and I felt I really bonded with Greed in that sense. So I don't forget things like that. So uh, to be able to have a final match with John Greed would be apropos would be full circle hey guys i just want to tell you tell you something about something quick 
The world premiere of Crow is at the Bel Air Luxury Cinema in Detroit and done by a friend of the show, Justin Maine. He's been on, on a few times. Go check out those those ep- episodes. But the world premiere of Crow is July 15th and all proceeds will be donated to a good cause for one of the cast members of the movie who did pass away very unexpectedly. I just want to say... Go if you can go check it out, and if you cannot make it there, July fifteenth at the Bel Air Luxury Cinema in Detroit, Michigan, you can watch you can watch it with me, July eighteenth when the world premieres on YouTube. Thanks, guys. But yeah, so so that was the wrestling side of it, and then after that, luck of the draw, January comes around this year. Uh, I I. I send out a, a resume and my application to uh, JBM Entertainment Management, agent named Jeffrey Morden. He contacts me back and he loves the wrestling clips in my demo reel. Loves the idea that I've done pro wrestling, loves the idea. So I'm thinking to myself, like, thank God I did the Black Vault saga with Lost One Gem because that, that was essentially what landed my agent. Yeah. Was that difference. So it's, it's been, been nonstop since. Since he booked me, it has been like the roles I've been playing. Um, it's been nonstop. He's he's and also he's doesn't get credit. He doesn't get the credit he really deserves. At the yeah, end. but eventually he will. Yeah, I yeah. Hope so. And I'm gonna make sure of it. I'll definitely oh, yeah. make sure of it. And also, being a professional wrestler as well as an actor gives you more depth, and you're not afraid to take a bump, right? No. So, because if the scene requires it and you can do mine, I'm not taking anything away from stuntmen, but you can get physical and you know how to make stuff look good. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. that's, that's attributed to my wrestling training and my combat training. Yeah. And by taking bumps too, I, I see that as very, um, I see that as a very open-ended statement because it could mean two things. It could be mm-hmm. rhetorical or it could be, um, you know, it could be literal. Uh, taking bumps and acting. When I, when I think of taking a bump, I think of you being in your most vulnerable moment, right? When you, yeah. when you land on your back, you're vulnerable. When you're falling, you're vulnerable. And acting, you're required to be vulnerable in order to connect with your scene partner fluidly because you want to be able to react. To what they're saying a lot of acting is not what people think it is and i can i can tell you that right off the bat i learned it the hard way my first semester acting is not to go on on a camera and, and act and pretend to be something we're not playing pretend this isn't fucking you know this isn't make-believe we're not we're not five years old watching barney together anymore you know what i mean this is acting isn't isn't pretend acting is is re- is reacting truthfully to a, a given circumstance, to a given moment in a scene, in an environment, right? And uh, I learned to take my bumps in acting through being in the pro wrestling, being in front of everybody in my most vulnerable, vulnerable moments. I mean, I'm, I'm in my, my shorts without a t-shirt in front of all these people wrestling a guy in his underwear, <laughs> I mean, getting slammed on a ring that's, that's maybe maybe three feet off the ground, right? Yep. Uh, 
that that sort of vulnerability, that sort of like thinking on your feet and having to 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 be in the moment and being able to improv has definitely translated to my acting. Like a hundred percent. And it's allowed me to be more present on scene, you know, to be vulnerable, to allow myself to be vulnerable, but not just allow myself to be comfortable being vulnerable. So once you're comfortable being vulnerable, um it's very hard for, for, for anyone to break you. It's yeah. very hard, very, very hard. And, and some of the best actors lived off their vulnerability. Like Marlon Brando. Yeah. Right, Marlon. I mean, I, I could go on. Oh, we all know. We all know actors. We all know actors. Mm. We all have our personal favorites and our favorite. Like um, one of my favorite actors, Carl, 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 I I can't say case. Carl Urban. Oh, Carl you put Urban. that guy in what, any what, role, what, man. Oh yeah, you put that guy in any role, from dread to superhero movies to like he is just an all over badass, and now he's like killing it in the boys. I love the boys. Oh, yeah, it's on tonight. Uh, I'm caught up to. I think I'm actually caught up now on uh, season three, episode five. Yeah. My, my best friend is not caught up yet. So I'm like, oh, but I oh, get yeah. why. I get why he, he, he doesn't like the cat because once it ends, it's like, uh, but him, he's got like three episodes to watch. So it's going to be like watching a long movie for him. Yep. And also, oh, and I was a fan of the books. Everyone was when I first started. Like I'm saw I I I was a fan of the author, and I heard he's putting out a new series. I'm like, oh, okay, cool premise. Superheroes go go bad, and then I pick up episode one. I'm like, this is different. Um, sorry, issue issue one, and then yeah. I was hooked. Got the yeah, graphics. No, I, read, I read the oh. first issue too. It was oh my god, it is out there and it just gets crazier and crazier. And then the mini series that like little Did you little watch characters. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. god. And it's right. And they got um Huey looking right out of the comic book. And I yeah. I I I I gotta say I kind of pop for that. And yeah, like all too. the little things like didn't have the accent though, I don't think. Didn't have the accent though, no. but yeah, it's okay. No, I, okay. I, I, I don't know if he actually voiced him or not. He just in that one spot, and then Huey. Hey, <laughs> oh my god! Isn't that crazy that Huey's voice is actually supposed to be sounding like Carl Urban's voice too? Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that. Oh They're yeah. Actually, they both have that like kind of accent going on. Mm-hmm. And then oh. uh, MM and uh, oh, they so the actor nailed the, it. The hero gasm. Do you know what everyone's yep. talking? About? Oh yeah! Wow, I I am so I'm like, oh, I'm so hyped about this episode, the hero. Yes, guys. it's gonna be absolutely insane. It's can gonna you be see it fantastic. Playing out though, mm-hmm. by like how the show's going, from what you know, can you? Oh see, yeah, like- yeah, yep. It's going to fit. I don't want to say anything or give any spoilers, but oh my god, oh my goodness, it is gonna be something to see. Do you and think it'll be the finale? It'll probably be the finale. Right? I think it'll be the season season three finale. They can't really yeah. go past that. It's just like, oh man, and... how do you beat that? How do you top that? No, you can't. You can't top it. And it's just like, oh my god, 
Oh, uh, man. Okay. Yeah, like they've been talking about this hero gasm with this season since mm-hmm. last year. And it's an entire, I guess, if I remember correctly, it's an entire six issue arc. So there's a lot to it. There is a lot to it. And it just absolute insanity. It is lovely. And it's just like, oh my God. I love it. I love it. And I do know it's not for everybody. It is very graphic. It's very adult. But man, (laughs) it is a good show. Oh, such a fun (sighs) show. Oh, yeah. It's it's got this feel to it. I mean, honestly, it's almost like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like it makes you like question yourself. You know, oh, you're yeah. by, oh, by I, I know. Hey, man, if I can read Preacher in one go, I can handle anything. Yeah, fair enough. And, fair enough. Like, and I'm I'm a hardcore indie comic guy, like Bomb Queen, Preacher, Hack Slash, The Boys. Oh. Preacher. Oh, yep. man. <laughs> That's another yep. one. Oh, yeah. Preacher and The Boys are like one in the same, I swear. All right. When next time I actually see you, which will be happening sooner than later, I hope, I'm 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 going to drop you off a, a comic book series called Bomb Bomb Queen. Okay. If you like this stuff, you're going to love it. I'm, I'll check it out. I, uh, I, I I've, I've yep. been uh, getting back into the comics thanks to oh, yeah. the Last Ronin. Have you have you read the Last Ronin? Uh, with the turtles. Yeah. Uh, I have not. I'm waiting for the trade to actually come out. Five. So all five issues are out now. Yep. Oh. Uh, the graph. Uh, the trade comes out July seventeenth, I think. What do you mean trade? Like like. Um, like uh, the thick, the thick paper paperback copy. Oh. Yeah. You're already ready to go. Like you've already investigated this and prepared. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna read oh, yeah. it. Yep. You, you're going to read it though, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am. I am. It just, uh, I couldn't pick up the single issues and then all throughout London, they were sold out. So I'm like, I'll just pick up the trade after. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh yeah. You're going to love it. They need and, to on it. Oh, they will. Um, there's talks about a, like doing the DC animated universe movies. They want to do that with this. I don't know if they should do animated though. Uh, no, Cause it's a perfect chance to reboot the movie. Oh, franchise. Yeah. But it's like um, from there. it's like their old their old man Logan. They can't. It's a singular story, and they can't really mm-hmm. they can't really have a part two. So it just that's what, what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, it's it is it is Endgame. Yeah, I mean it is Endgame oh, yeah. for, for the Ninja Turtle brand. Yeah. And I do have to actually wrap wrap this up, man. But drop all those socials so the people can definitely find you. Gotcha. So I'm going to drop some breaking news right now. And I don't want people to get, get the wrong idea about this. I'm not saying I'm, I'm doing a full-on comeback and all this stuff. I said I was retired. And I will not step into the ring anymore for business purposes. Make money. To, the only time that I'll ever go to the ring is if it's personal. If it's a personal matter that I need to address. And it's not business-related. I've decided and I've talked to the the owners involved that I'm going to go back to where I started to train for four months to get ready to go to the States. And uh, I'm going back to Battle Arts. 
I'm going back to Battle Arts. I'm training with uh, AC and David and Anthony again. And uh, we're going to go from there. I'm going to create the best version of myself physically. And um, if there's matches that come up, John Greed, I gave him my word. So there's still that. But, but yeah, the Lost One Gem is still going to be involved with the gym. And uh, he's going to be invo involved with Battle Arts Academy, which I think everyone else should be. So awesome. that's, that's some breaking news there. And yeah, I'm retired. But don't think I won't be ready. Right? Stay ready. Always ready. Yep. Oh, yeah. Keep it high man. You guys can find my stuff, gembrand underscore society on Instagram for my clothing or at Josh Gem on Instagram, personal. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua Purino. Of course, the website, losociety.ca. And uh, any other shout outs? I mean, Gilmy, Gilmy Talks. Follow Gilmy Talks. <laughs> his, his stuff is awesome. He's the only guy that I do interviews with. Yep. That's, that's something. I've, I've oh, yeah. done three wrestling interviews. Or four, sorry, I did one with Holden, but out of those four, three of them were with Gilmy. And that isn't an attribution to my laziness, it's an attribution to Gilmy's skill as a podcaster. Because we have fun. That's my number that is my number one thing, as you know. I love having fun while doing this. And as I said it said it before, once this becomes no longer fun, I ain't fucking doing it no more. Yeah, because it's gonna become work. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to do that? Oh, I do enough of that. <laughs> right? Exactly. Come on. All right, man. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming back on because I've, 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 I've missed you, man. And I let's get, you. yeah, let's get a, I'm just going, going to say it now. Let's get a, a part two next, 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 next week here going. Yeah, let's More do it. More of a. Uh, ask me anything, whatever kind of kind of a deal, just off the off the fly. Talk more about about LO, LO or society. And I gotta the, get the you such. some stuff. I gotta get you some clothing. Okay, I'll get you some free stuff, man. Yep. Wear it out on me, man. Well, if there's hey. anyone that gets it, it's you. Oh yeah. And, uh, who knows? I definitely do. We should do like a boys' reaction. <laughs> season season three episode one. Oh my yep. god oh my god oh my what why oh oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wait hero hero gasm you know what let's do that yeah we're gonna let's 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 make it right now let's let's confirm it right now yep. after that hero gasm episode yep the lost one gemini's and gilmy will break it down for people we will do the uh reaction episode what are they would, would, as Review. as soon as i i i watch it because i always watch it a couple, couple of days after we will yeah. sit down and we will do this over over over, over lunch Cough, I'd probably uh, watch it five times by the time you watch it the first time probably so that'll be perfect <laughs> i'd probably watch it five or ten times by then by the time we do it all right my man thank you very very much and we will talk again soon sure always kill me yeah high five brother and uh gotta say it Everyone out there, lost ones will rise. Shout out to the lost ones, the ones struggling, the ones that are going through things. Life and what you're going through right now is temporary. Go get what you want to get. Live your passion. Be what you want to be. Live the way you want to.
live and do it with a smile and do it, do it high five style. Exactly. Oh, I'm a man. Gilmy. Much love, brother. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for listening to Gilmy Talks. Don't forget to go check out my friends at the OAW Podcast Network, the Genres Network, and any other network I am actually affiliated with. I am a fan of all all those shows, and if you like me, you'll probably like them. So go check them out. Big thank you to Gemini's for coming back on, and hopefully we 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 can set up that Heroes review soon and get that get that going again. Thanks for listening, guys, and don't forget like, rate, share, review. It really helps out the show and gets me up those up those those ma- magical podcasting rankings. And I always appreciate it. Thanks, guys.